In today's episode, I'll be interviewing Linda Despard. She is an intentional visionary with a clear and precise psychic vision. This podcast is about entrepreneurship, spirituality, and self-care. My name is Lourdes, and I am the host of the show. Thank you for listening today. Linda is a mother to a beautiful little girl, a vintage car lover, and owner to her 1965 Mustang Coupe that she loves to work on, show off to car shows, and of course, enjoys driving it. She lives in Maine and is fulfilling being able to live in the life that she dream of as an intentional visionary. And she's a phenomenal medium bringing through meaningful, clear, and healing messages from angels. And Linda, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. You talk to angels. And can you tell me about how many angels show up for your readings? It varies uh, during each session. Most, Mostly it's between two to three, um, but each session it increases depending on the person's awareness. Okay. And you mentioned the three. Who are mostly the three? <laughs> mostly is um, Archangel Mikhail, which most people um, believe it is Michael pronounced, and Archangel Raphael, Archangel Uriel as well. Okay. So do each one of those angels have some type of specialty? They do. Um, Archangel Mikhail provides strength, courage, and support protection. Archangel Raphael provides kindness, healing, and sensations of wellness within. Archangel Uriel provides assistance with um, moving forward through blockages Hmm. and such. Okay. So I I never knew that uh, Archangel Uriel did that part. That's interesting. Mm Okay. And then how long have you been hearing these angels? I have been working with them, hearing them uh, since early spring this past year and found out exactly who they were uh, September 17th. Oh, my God. So did that freak you out? it did not why why it just felt very natural um it was very slow and progressive the way that I was presented with exactly who I was speaking to so I remember very vividly um about a month before I found out exactly who it was um I felt a very large being next to me. And I said, Ooh, this is um, of the higher power. So it was very slow and progressive uh, because we can only handle so much at some, at, at a right rate. You know what I mean? It's if it was right in our faces immediately, I think that would just scare the living daylights out of us. Okay. So from what I know and read, uh, people who develop, I don't know, these gifts or psychic abilities, 
at a later age. Um, usually, from what I've read, the people were sick or somehow they got really sick and then they get well and then they have these voices that they hear or they have these psychic abilities. How did this come about to you? Were you sick or anything like that? No, uh, that is not what happened for me as an individual. Um, I had psychic abilities since I was a very young child. Uh, what had happened to me was that I um, endured a lot of traumatic life events throughout my lifetime, and that covered up my gifts. Um, as I reached the age of 16, they started to increase again. And at that time, they were um, too strong for me. So I asked and prayed for them to go away because I didn't understand exactly what they were at that time. Um, and of course, you know, I was young um, and I didn't have any guidance. So that went away for uh, a long time. I always had really good intuition and um, occasionally would have some psychic insight, but it wasn't until I reached out for assistance with um, a spiritual life coach that I was able to break through my traumatic life events. And um, then my gifts just came soaring in. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Wow. So I'm very thankful. Yeah. Yeah. So then when you reached out to your life, spiritual life coach, um, they helped you with um, sorting this out. And then when did you start your business as a service to help other people? Because you can hear these things and you can guide them. Yes. Um, I started my business July 26th of this past year, so 2022. Uh, at that point, when I was working with my um, spiritual mentor, I had sensations that my gifts were increasing uh, greatly. And I was slowly providing um, mediumship and psychic readings already. Um the current job that I was at, I felt as though I was being caged. So during that time, I asked the universe to gift back my employment, uh, lovingly gift it back. And it just went from there. So you're doing this uh, full time, 100% now? Yes, I am. Holy shamoles. Wow. <laughs> so how do clients find you? Ooh. So it started with online, um, and then I started stepping out into the community and um, attending events. At events, I was providing uh, readings, and from there, um, each individual that I have a session with, I receive one to two uh, additional clients. Word of mouth is huge, and meeting individuals in person has been ultimately successful. Um, so it, it's like a very large spider web. Wow. So I have listeners that are trying to get into an online business and how to um, start their own business as a psychic or medium or in the metaphysics world. Mm -hmm. um, 
what advice would you give someone who is afraid to do that? Or what should they do? I feel as though that you just shouldn't give up. If you feel as though that is what your ultimate soul's calling is, then to not give up and also always have the best intentions when um, stepping into that field because we are so gifted each individually and to be able to utilize our gifts so well, you have to have the best intentions always and want to help humanity. Cool. And since you started your business in July and up to now, were there any business challenges that you had to uh, figure out? Absolutely. Boundaries. (laughs) (laughs) Boundaries. Yes. Yep. People pleasing. (laughs) Okay. And so tell me about that. Um, So within this um, world, right, Mm -hmm. with providing readings and such, um, a lot of individuals, we want the answers. I too used to want all the answers um, when I would seek spiritual advice, psychic advice. And um, when working online, it can be a little difficult because if you're providing so much information and you're right on point, um, my inbox would continue to have messages incoming. Um, Although somebody would pay for something, they would still want more answers afterwards. So boundaries has been a very big thing for me um, and being consistent with that. That has been a big one, not people pleasing because my heart is so kind. So I I always want to give the answers if there are more that could come out, but I have to own my um, position within my business. And this time is your time type of thing. Okay, so let me get this. Let me understand. So you would give mm-hmm. a reading. They have a time mm-hmm. with you. Let's say it's 30 minutes and the session's over. And obviously they must have your email address. So then after the session, they continue to ask you questions. Correct. And then and then you would answer them too? Correct. On Whoa. Messenger, most mm-hmm. likely. Um, yes. Okay. So did you resolve that? Do you? What have you that done about the boundary resolved. thing? All of this is resolved now. (laughs) (laughs) So then you just say, hey, you want more answers? Make another booking with me. Yeah. 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 You have to. This is, yes. You know, I would say this is uh, for the next time that we Mm -hmm. speak. um, I have to, you know, hold to my um, integrity, my boundaries. Yeah. So my next question is, if that same person who you just gave a reading to sent you an email and you say, this is for next time. So for next time, do they get a break on the pricing? No. Okay. <laughs> I just I just thought of that question. Yeah, it's a good question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then when they book with you, can they buy more than one session with you? Because what if, you know, they wanted two or three sessions, then... Is that something that people have asked for? They can. Uh, What has been happening is that I've been having um, specials for like buy one, get one free uh, for new clientele. Mm -hmm. Um, So that has been very resourceful for some individuals. 
So that's where we're at with that. Um, there is a package that I've worked on, like a four-week package, but that goes more in-depth than um, a typical psychic reading or mediumship reading. Okay, so that brings me up to my next question. I think I saw somewhere that you talked about the lunar moon year. Yes. Yeah. What is what does that mean? That is, um, it's every thousands years. I'm not entirely sure. I was guided to post that, um, and I'm like, oh, she's going to ask some difficult questions. Um, that for me, I'm not entirely sure. I do know there's a lot of power within it. Mm -hmm. Um, just as though like the new moon, new full moon rising this Sunday has a lot of power within it. The snow moon, um, each moon is so different. So with the new moon or a full moon, do you tell people um, when you're giving them a reading, let's say you gave me a reading this today, and then mm -hmm. we knew that the new moon is coming up this Sunday, would you guide me to tell them to do something on the new moon day? Uh, for the, on the fifth, this uh, Sunday, the full moon, and I would guide you to release of some things that uh, may be troubling you at this time. Um, and set intentions with releasing those things that have been like hanging gates, so to speak, mm -hmm. uh, setting intentions for a clear path, clear direction. Okay. Okay. And then the other question I had is, what is the most common question when you get a reading from people that they ask you? Most recently, it has been... Um, individuals asking about past lives oh. and wanting to uh, dive right into past life um, situations. Uh, one individual mentioned um, that they did not like childbirth, uh, the thought of it, or even wanting to be a mother. Um, I was immediately brought back to 1410 and there was a woman that was giving birth to this individual who had a very traumatic time birthing her out in the woods. Um, and it all made sense. Oh, that's strange. Do you have to put them under some type of like hypnosis to get them to, or to the past Absolutely. life? Absolutely not. No. Oh. no. That is uh, a very big thing. <laughs> that. So my guides who are um, clearly of the higher power have disclosed that hypnosis is um, not being performed um, by abiding by universal law when individuals are disclosing information from other higher selves. I do not have to put anyone under hypnosis. I can do it while I am completely um, energetically connected to the person and the person is awake. They, It's just a regular session and I zone right in. Is that 
the same thing as like um, access, accessing the Akashic records? It's very different. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. How different? With the Akashic records, they go into a filing system that is within the Earth's core. Uh, That is not what I do. I am in the full zone uh, levels of universal energy and source. And I can go right in there. Mm. Wow. Sounds so interesting. It's, Um, It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. So then do people cry when they're they're in these sessions with you? Individuals do cry um, occasionally during the sessions with past lifetimes or all sessions. Hmm. Okay. I'm wondering (laughs) what, um, what you are wondering if it's, you know, are they emotional during the past life sessions or are they emotional during all the sessions collectively all the sessions collectively <laughs> yes they yes yes because we the work that i do is all truth and um for mediumship a lot comes up with mm-hmm. mediumship and um individuals that do book with me for mediumship um i would say about 95% of the time they feel as though their loved one is sitting right there with them. Um, So it is very clear and it is very accurate and it is beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. That's interesting. brings on a lot of emotions. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So now that you mentioned those loved ones and when you're doing a reading there, you could probably sense that they're there. And and so your client is getting emotional when they're not having a session with you. Do you think these passed on loved ones on the other side are always around us? They are around uh, quite often. I can say I, during sessions, I'm shown visual moments when a loved one is with the uh client that i am speaking to um so they and they will disclose how often they are around they will disclose um certain moments throughout their lives and certain things they may do within the home <laughs> mm-hmm. uh signs and such um so they they are they're in and out but they can be around more often than not Wow. So do you believe in reincarnation? Yes. Okay. So now my question is, with the past loved ones that that passed Mm -hmm. on, if they reincarnated today or tomorrow, can they still be around the person who's grieving them? Does that work? So what happens is there's so many different levels um, and I haven't quite figured it out. I do know that it is like peeling an onion, if that makes sense. Um, Someone can be within universal energy passed over, but parts of them can be sent to 
some a baby that is about to be born. Mm-hmm. That makes we're sense. Collect, we're collective beings. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we are very much collective beings. Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. Uh, so then the other question I have would be, have you ever had a client that stumped you? Stumped. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you articulate stumped? Like uh, maybe they ask you an odd question and you didn't have an answer for them. And and it may take you a while to listen to the angels to provide mm-hmm. an answer. Like they really stumped you with a strange question. Right. Um, I haven't been stumped in that way because the angels speak right through me. So I don't have to wait for them. Um, they show up and then I ask permission to allow them to speak and they will speak right through me. Um, what I have been stumped on in the past was if I was at a group reading and I'm like, what is happening? We're not able to connect right now. Um, I figured out that individuals can shut themselves, close them, themselves right up because they don't want to be seen so they're sitting there and they're not consciously aware that they have shut off their frequency for me to be able to tap into their energy and bring in a loved one or provide um spiritual guidance and such i was not aware you did group psychic readings <laughs> yes i, do. I did mm-hmm. not know that so do you think the people that show up in group psychic meet- meetings, and you said some of them shut themselves off, do you think any of those people in there are not open-minded to what you do, and therefore you can't read them, or they don't believe in this? Like, I'm thinking, why would they even attend if they don't believe in it? Right. Uh, what has happened that I've experienced is they're open enough because they've come to the group reading, right? Uh, but they are nervous mm. to have other individuals that may be within the room um, hear what could come up. Once I get going, somebody may be like, ooh, she can see a lot. So that may make them feel uncomfortable. Um, what I do when that does happen, I will ask for um everyone else to take a break and then I'll privately um sit with that person and we're jamming after that right on point hmm. okay because they're able to relax <laughs> yeah so when they book a meeting with you let's say you had an individual who just booked a meeting with you do you give them um, some kind of preparation or anything like, hey, say a prayer, be open when you meet with me, blah, 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 something like that to get them prepared? I do not do that. But before I start, I always call in protection and I always ask to be provided information for the highest good. Always. Yeah. Um, and I ask for no um, negative energy to penetrate myself or that individual as well um 
And then after my sessions, I always disconnect from everyone's energy and I release that energy as well. Oh, cool. So that was my next question is that <laughs> um, what hours do you work? I work um, between 9 and 9 a.m. Eastern and 5 p.m. Eastern. Okay. Um, and then you don't work on weekends, correct? The weekends I have set aside for the group events. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And so then, uh, Linda, when you're not working, what do you like to do for fun or how do you relax? Oh, I like to drive my Mustang. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a 1965 Mustang Coupe and I love I love my car and I love working on it, um, spending time with my my child um traveling and i love going boating fishing and just experiencing new places um i love the sea coast that's what that's really um it's like home to me it's beautiful yeah oh i didn't know you worked on cars so you're like sort of a mechanic kind of skills or what No, I just, I like watching and learning and um, assisting, you know, Mm -hmm. somebody if they're, I'm just very inquisitive about things. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. I love it. So before we end our session, I always ask a funny or weird question. So my question to you would be, if you can communicate with either trees, underwater creatures, or any four-legged animal, which one would you choose and why? Underwater creatures. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would choose whales mm-hmm. and because they are protectors. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, how? Mm-hmm. How are they protectors? They, they're protectors of certain things within the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of energy within the ocean and vibrations that vibrate Mother Earth, Gaia. Linda, are you working on anything else you have? Currently, I am working on um, providing a four-week program, which is Ignite into Your Best Version of Yourself. And it's weekly sessions, one hour sessions with email communication Monday through Friday that is replied uh, within 24 hours and boxer communication as well uh, due to so much information coming forward and um, within our lives, so many things come up. So if somebody needs a little guidance and assistance throughout the week to make sure they're still on their path in alignment, um, it's so helpful. So I'm currently working on that and traveling. Okay. So working on that, when do you expect to launch that program? That has launched today. Oh, okay, cool. So (laughs) How can people connect with you and find out about more information about your new program and as well as trying to get a hold of you? You can connect with me on Facebook at Divine Direct Connections. 
and or Stay Wild Moonchild readings 222. I also have Instagram, which is Divine Direct Connect. And my email is divinedirectconnect at gmail.com. Perfect. And we'll have all those um, connections and links in our website. So thank you so much, Linda. This was so fun. And it's nice to know that there's always angels around us too. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Okay. Talk to you soon. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast and please share this episode with your friends. Please subscribe, rate, and review this episode. And as always, the show notes will be available at eighthlevelpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.